Hi, this is Michelle Weidenbenner, your Chief Hope Builder. I am the author of Mom's Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. You can download that for free at momslettinggo.com. Welcome to the podcast that will help you feel at least 15% better. Feel free to join our Facebook private group, Mom's Letting Go, also, and surround yourself with other moms who understand your pain. If you would like to take your journey into a deeper accountability and recovery for yourself, join us at momslettinggo.teachable.com where we have a subscription membership. We have a tribe of moms who are all together in support groups and coaching and we study together and grow together and we are going to write a book together so that we can help other moms come into recovery with hope and determination and a way to find their own identity and recapture their purpose that they lose in the throes of dealing with an addicted loved one. If you find this podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave us a review because that's how other moms will be able to find us too. God bless. Hi, this is Michelle, your Chief Hope Builder, and I am here today to talk to you about your spiritual gifts. Yes, did you know that God gave you spiritual gifts? And you might be like, well, what are my gifts? I don't feel like I have any gifts. And how do I find out what my spiritual gifts are? Well, you can go and um, look online, go to Google and search um, spiritual gifts. And there are some surveys that you can take online that will kind of show you. It's got, they have a series of like 100 questions and then you answer those. And it gives you results. And so why, why do I care about your spiritual gifts? Let me tell you why. When moms have a child with a substance use disorder, they lose their identity. They become the mom of an addict. And no mom wants that title. And it's not your real name, right? And your child... Um, the name addict is not who your child is either, right? And so, but it keeps us locked. It keeps us prisoners, hostages in our own bodies sometimes. And we forget who God created us to be. We get so involved with our children and trying to help them and trying to hide maybe from the shame or avoid the chaos um, that we get so stuck and we don't we forget our identity and our purpose. And so in the tribe, I have a tribe of moms. Um, it's a paid membership where they come in and we work on different things um, that help us grow, right? And this month was trying to recapture our identity and next month is our purpose. And so one of the things we did was, you know, we took this assessment of what are our spiritual gifts and where can we serve? So my boon, my boon, a boon is like your greatest longing, your deepest passion of something you want to accomplish, right? 
My boon is to empower 1 million moms of addicted loved ones into recovery by 2025. And here's why. Can you imagine 1 million moms with their claws out, their dukes up, fighting for this epidemic of addiction? Um, We're going to be a lot stronger and capable of fighting if we find recovery and help for our own health first. And so if you can recapture your identity and really look at yourself and find value in yourself and break it down, what are you good at? It can help you walk into a role or serve in a way that you maybe hadn't thought of before. And everybody has um, is different and has different gifts. Thank goodness that not everybody's like me because we need more people that aren't like me. <laughs> so, um, okay, so there are 18 um, different places I'll tell you there are less or more gifts, spiritual gifts. I'm going to just go through a few of those. And I do not um, know a whole lot about each one of them, but just be enough, be curious enough to do the homework. So word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues, helping, administration, grace, ministry or service, teaching, encouragement, giving, leadership or ruler, and mercy is the 18th. So those were, that's a lot of words, right? And what do they mean? So um, some of the, uh, well, every single one of those has a Bible verse that goes along with it. And so this is biblical. It's in the Bible about, you know, the, all the various spiritual gifts. Some people can have one and some can have many. So for instance, um, if I just think about myself, I love to teach. So teaching is one of my spiritual gifts. Um, encouragement is probably my number one. And you're not surprised, are you? Because here I am as your chief hope builder, you know, I'm all about um, finding hope for you and our addicted loved ones. So um, that's one. And leadership. So I'm all about um, leading the pack to this mighty mom movement, right, for the sake of our kids. So um, and I like to help. There's administration and there's grace. I'm really good at giving myself grace <laughs> because I take imperfect action just because I keep stepping into roles and things that I want to try to see if I like them, right? And sometimes, well, actually, every time I'm not perfect and I don't aim for perfection. I just aim to step into that role so that I can kind of wear it and feel it and see if I like it uh, and then move on. And so, you know, when my parents used to tell me, oh my goodness, you're such a good writer, I used to think, no, I'm not. And by, and by the way, what can you do with that anyway, right? Um, and then, but later on in life, I began to hear those little voices in my head like, oh, maybe I should try to write something. I wonder if I could. Well, let me tell you, when I first started writing, I was like all about it. I thought I could. And then when people read it, I realized 
Uh, no, you can't. It's just like anything else. You have to work at it to get good. And so the more I write, the better I get. But the only way I'm going to get better is to do it. So to discover who you are and where your gifts are, you need to try different avenues of service until, until you find where your gifts lie. You aren't going to know, maybe. Um, and maybe you think that your gifts are in teaching, but you end up serving in a different type of role and you realize, oh my goodness, I really love this. And you're not going to know until you try that um, acts of service. And you could even start at your local homeless shelter for ways to try um, and just step into doing one thing and see where that leads, right? Other people will see your giftedness. And given enough time, you'll also come to see that your area of, of service um, is the best is the place where you fit best and feel most at home. So it'll feel like just, you know, getting dressed in your jammies. It'll, it'll feel really natural when you find that one thing that you really like to do or place you like to serve in. But I will tell you, you can't find your spiritual gifts if you're not looking for them. You can't. You have to intentionally look for them. It's kind of like the other day when I was talking about doing that exercise right now in the next 90 seconds, look around your home and find all the red things. You can do it right now. Look around all the red things. And if you're in your car, if you're walking, do you see any red things and count them, right? What are they? And then in the next second, I want to just ask you, how many green things did you see? Yeah, you might not be able to tell me because you weren't looking for them. You weren't looking for green things. You were looking for red things. So in order to find your spiritual gifts, you have to be open to looking for them. So where do you find it? Well, if God gave you the gift, then he wants you to find it and use it. Just ask him for help and you can, and you'll know that you are um, going to find it because you're asking him. So, okay, God, I'm intentionally focusing on finding my spiritual gifts and I want to do one thing a month, maybe, you know, to serve in an area where I think that I can do good. And sometimes what I've heard is moms of addicted loved ones are so frustrated because their kids won't let them help them because helping is enabling in so many ways for them. They, can't, they don't know how to separate it. But what they can do is maybe help somebody else who's in recovery and feel good about, you know, um, shopping for them at Goodwill or sending them affirmations every other day or doing something to help somebody that is welcoming your efforts. That can feel good because it, it's like we can't help our own kids, but maybe we can help somebody else somebody else's kids, right? And so um, think of that too. Don't assume that because you're gifted, it's going to be easy. Um, if you think about it, Jesus was gifted, but he worked to the point of exhaustion, right? Being gifted will only leave you frustrated and depressed if you allow laziness or intimidation 
or anything else to stop you laboring both to improve your gift and play your part. Maybe I need to say that again. Being gifted will leave you frustrated and depressed if you allow laziness or if you feel intimidated by anything that's stopping you from improving your gift or playing your part, right? Um, Because when we hold back, you know, it's not a good feeling either. Never get up. Never give up. Um, If you feel unable or unworthy to serve in your gift zone, it could just be that it's not the right season for you right now. Maybe you're still trying to cope with other things in your life and you're grieving and it's okay. I want you to be able to um, give yourself compassion like you would a friend first, right? Allow yourself that compassion. Allow yourself to grieve and come back and revisit your spiritual gifts later. Just never give up, right? There's, there's never, like my dad is 89 and he's just starting a podcast because he wants to inspire others. Um, so you're never too old to use your spiritual gifts He's always been told, dad's always been told, you have such a great speaking voice and he's never done anything with it. And here he is, he's like, oh my goodness, I guess God gave me this gift. This He has a great speaking voice, so he's pouring into this podcast now. And I'm encouraging him there because encouraging, encouragement is one of my spiritual gifts. So see how that works? What you do naturally what you naturally like to do versus what do you not like to do. Sometimes serving will help you see the difference. Like, oh yeah, I thought I would really enjoy this, but no, I did not. So sometimes it's, you know, serving in different areas can help you discern, you know, what do you not want to do? And that's just as important. But sometimes it's all about how God hardwired you. You know, what what are your, you know, what are your motivations? What experiences have you gone through in your life? Because sometimes it's those experiences where we have pain, we can bring purpose. And that's why I'm serving you right now, because so, for so many years I had pain in the addiction world Um with our son and daughter-in-law and our grandchildren and so much fear, right? And so once I started on my journey, I chose to take you with me so that I could hopefully help you heal too. There are a few things that I want to share about what the Bible says about your spiritual gifts. Um, In each believer is given at least one gift. So you might only have one and somebody else might have 15, but each gift is equally valuable, right? And just because somebody has a lot of gifts and you don't um, doesn't mean yours are any less important, okay? We are to use our gifts to serve others for the benefit of the body of the church, right? Well, I believe that we are the church. We take the church everywhere we go, Um some of these verses you can look them up as Romans 12, 6 through 8, and Ephesians 4, 12. We are commanded to use our gifts in Peter, in 1 Peter 4, 10. 
exercising our gifts will help us develop spiritual maturity. So I feel like that's where I am in my life right now is I'm really trying to get strong with my spiritual maturity. And the only way I'm going to intentionally do that is to focus on it. That's Ephesians 4.13. So, and you can look up other Bible verses too and how they talk about spiritual gifts. Um, So how do you find your gifts if you don't know? Well, yes, you can take that survey, but I have four little tips here. One is pray for God to reveal them to you. Two is just take the time to examine yourself. Three, explore different opportunities. Um, And then exercise where you think. Four is exercise your gift. Um, Serve in those areas where you think that you are gifted. And God will reveal. You will see. Does it feel natural or is it really difficult? Are you compelled to just give up or do you want to try to lean into that more? So we, we are the church. You are the church. Wherever you go, you take yourself And with you are your gifts. So don't limit yourself to, you know, just using your gifts inside the church of, you know, the body, the building. We can use our, we can use our spiritual gifts to serve in our everyday life, in our support groups online, in a podcast like I'm doing right now, in our families Um, you know, teaching small children, leading small children, just in all different ways. But uh, today, I'm going to pray that this has inspired you to at least think about bringing purpose to your pain, wherever it may be right now, and know that you have a greater purpose. God has given you gifts, and if you can seek and find those and serve in those areas, you will find spiritual renewal, perhaps. You will grow, and you will have the reward in your heart of feeling like this is what you were created to do. So God bless, and please, if you would like to join our Facebook, our private Facebook group, Moms Letting Go, we'd love to have you there. If you want more accountability and um, participate with our speakers, our support groups, our coaching groups, join us at momslettinggo.teachable.com, Almighty Mom Community. I know that's a lot, but reach out and I will leave a link in the show notes. God bless.